Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. On today's episode, we're chatting about our favorite AAPI-owned beauty products, the sad news about Bite Beauty's demise, and the drama surrounding Jones Road Beauty's new WTF foundation. Plus, I am quizzing Kirby on the most popular perfumes according to Google, Instagram, and TikTok for Data Girl. Welcome, Glamjolinos! We hope you stay a while. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Guys, it's happening. It's happening. What? Well, it will have already happened by the time this goes live. Kravis wedding. Oh. In full swing. The, the looks. La Dolce Vita. It's happening. They really, they really went all out. Like, if you had told me that Courtney was going to wear a black dress... <laughs> With, an with the emblem, Virgin Mary, yeah, with the Virgin Mary emblem, with like a black veil, yeah. I would, I would have believed you. I would have believed you if you told me this ten years ago, maybe not. But if you would have told me eight months ago, I would be like, I'm actually shocked they're not wearing matching skeleton costumes. To be quite frank, I know she really, really leaned into this persona, and I almost forget like what she was like before Kravis, you know. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember who she was, but someone was talking about how like Kim and Courtney really do mold to the to people. Their yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. I don't think Kim had a choice with Kanye. No, but I think, you know, <laughs> she really built I no, I mean, she really built her reputation in fashion though on Kanye. Yes, and on those looks. Yes. Yeah, thanks yes. to Kanye. She's looking like so hot as a blonde by the way she's very hot I do think that she's a little too thin I don't like to judge people's weight but because she did mention she lost all that weight for the Marilyn Monroe thing she's looking she's looking a little skinny she looks way skinnier than I I think I've literally ever seen her and I think one thing that a lot of people who do admire her love about her is that she wasn't like rail thin like of course she's like 5'2 and and petite but she had like like you know, her arms weren't real thin, totally. like her legs weren't super thin. And I'm I'm like seeing these pictures and I'm like, oh, my God, girl, like you have lost so much weight. It's crazy. It's it's always really interesting, too, because it's like they oh, they're actually like skinnier in person than they are in photos, you know? Well, because that's how everybody is. Right. Right. So but it's especially like true when we see these celebrities because they already look so tiny. But then you see them in real life like. I mean, I from, you know, the few times I've gotten to interview Kim in person, like everyone is always so surprised at how to learn like how small she is. Like she's like she's five two. She's my size and like smaller, but obviously has like a bigger butt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she's like a tiny woman. But that was like, yeah, before she lost all this weight for that dress. So, yeah, hopefully she eats some uh, pasta, enjoying her best life. (laughs) 
over there. I'm actually, I am loving all of Kendall's looks. Yeah, I think Kendall's nailing it. Although I do have a big problem with the Dolce Gabbana of it all. Oh, I know. I'm like, can you guys like, come on. Can we please stop? This is absurd. If y'all don't know about the Dolce and Gabbana drama, please look it up. There's plenty of stories. And we like have discussed it before on the pod. I just can't, I can't get behind it. I also like, not like the Kardashians have ever been like big advocates of like the LGBTQIA (laughs) community, but like, yeah. The fact that, like, case- or the Asian community, true, true, but like the case, like Casey Musgraves, like, is like such a big, you know, gay advocate, right? Like, gay ally, and she, her stylist is like putting her in Dolce and Gabbana, and I'm just like, can we, can we be cerebral around- about this? Like, why would you? You're basically promoting that brand by wearing them. Kristen Stewart wore Dolce & Gabbana to one of the award shows, which I just feel like is so confusing. Yeah. And especially with Dolce. Like for me, the Dolce thing, I'm like, this isn't a secret. This has been going on. Like literally, they had to cancel a fashion show in China because the the actual government like shut down their shit. Yeah. Like that. And people were like burning. Their clothes. Their Dolce clothes. I mean, th- that, yeah. that's like the insane part to me. And then and like people are just like, whatever. Anyways, Kravis is married. They look great. Happy They're for like them. Jack and Sally. If, if, okay, so I know that, um, I know that Mark from Blink 182 is there because I saw a picture of him oh, with cute. his lovely wife in Italy. I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. Oh, I hope they perform. I love that the Blink boys are there. I'm praying to God that Tom showed up. Tom has to be there. Yeah. Like, what else the are you Tom, doing, Mark, Tom? and Travis show. Come on, Tom. You... Pull it together. Um, so I'm hoping they were all together. I swear to God, if they didn't perform I Miss You and sing about Jack and Sally and celebrating Halloween on Christmas, I'm going to riot. Like, there is absolutely no excuse that that song was not performed. I want to see who else. Everybody and their brother is at this wedding, by the way. It's like, first of all, everybody's overseas. It's like, can the Kravis wedding have fun in europe everyone let's get to what's on our face yes okay because it is asian american pacific islander heritage month and you know we are continuing to honor my sisters and brothers and ancestors (laughs) we are going to talk about our favorite api owned beauty products and brands Uh, specifically from Ulta, because this segment is brought to you by Ulta Beauty in honor of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Thank you to the Ultimates. Shout out. Yes. I've I've deemed them Ulta Beauty, uh, like anybody at Ulta Beauty is an ultimate. Do they call themselves that? I don't know, but like y'all should pick up that term because I love it. Imagine being like, I'm an ultimate. Like you're a Benababe, you're an ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's got to be a thing, right? I don't know, but... Is it not? I, I okay, literally well, made it's it not, let's, let's get that okay. going, please. We've talked about, or maybe we haven't, we've mentioned Coco Kind a bunch of times on the pod. We have not yet had the founder, Priscilla Sai, on the podcast. It is on our to-do list. She's incredible. Um, Priscilla has such an interesting background because she was in finance before. She's an incredibly smart businesswoman and then she decided to start Coco Kind, I think like 10 years ago. Like it's been a while. I can't even remember how many years ago. But admittedly, I'm like new-ish to the brand. I have only started trying Coco Kind products in probably the last couple years. I'm late to the game. Everyone has been talking about it. But um, 
I, yeah, am only recently fallen in love with some of their products. And the one that I want to shout out is their Cococine Ceramide Barrier Serum. This is actually one of their newer products. Uh, this is just like such a lovely daily serum to help with what we talk about all the time, supporting your skin's natural barrier. It's just like very nourishing. It's got a bunch of ceramides in it. It's got five different ceramides. It's got lipids. It's got lactic acid in it to help with some of the dead skin cells. So it's really great if you are just looking for like a serum that you can use every day even if you have sensitive skin if you have sensitized skin because you've been over exfoliating you've been using you know maybe uh, there was a retinol mishap or you went to get a facial and you know, you came home red uh, maybe you're just experiencing some irritation because you're trying new products whatever the reason this is a really great product to have in your um, skincare wardrobe just add it um, you know wear it before your moisturizer I just wear it during the day um, this is like if I'm not using vitamin C or if like I am feeling like my rosacea's acting up uh this is something that i've been turning to and what i love about uh, priscilla's products about coco kind's products is that they're all super affordable the serum is only 19.99 yes i love that price point do you know why she named it coco kind oh my god i should know but I don't. Um, all of the products there, she she doesn't call herself a clean beauty brand. She doesn't call herself like they don't, you know, uh, boast about being like using organic or natural products. But there are a lot of botanical ingredients that they used. Use. So um, I know that for her, it was really important to make quality products with these botanicals, many of them inspired by, you know, her Chinese background but at an affordable price point. So maybe also sustainability is like a really big goal for the brand. Um, on every box, you'll find like exactly um, like what went into like the packaging, which is nice. Uh, and then like how to recycle. Um, and she's also too, like she's just like so practical. She's like, we're not a sustainable beauty brand, but we are actively trying to be more sustainable. You know, yes. like she's like, I don't like to call myself by all of these marketing terms. Just know that like Coco Kind is a brand that's like trying to do better. Totally. So I very much appreciate that. I appreciate that too. I just looked up the name. It comes from a blend of coconut and kind, which well, makes complete sense. But it's because <laughs> it says coconut oil was part of size initial experimenting and six out of the first seven products included coconut oil in them, which is I think the reason why I initially was anti hesitant because you know I was like I can't get down with coconut oil but as many of you listeners know you learn more and you understand that like there's different types of coconut the oil formulations formulations matter so now I'm not like extremely anti when it comes to coconut oil and formulations anymore so I look forward because I personally haven't tried this brand um this is like a new Which is brand so wild. to me. We must yes. send, we must get, I think you'd really like their new um, sunscreen too. It's like Ooh. a mineral sunscreen, but it's, um, it just blends really, really well, really nicely. The other thing I just wanted to mention about this product, the lactic acid, um, you know, Sarah mentioned that it was, you know, fine with her rosacea. And the thing about lactic acid, if you hasn't, haven't listened to our glossary episode on it, it's also a humectant. 
So Mm -hmm. if you do have like very dry skin and you feel like you're dealing with moisture loss, it's going to draw water into the skin as well. So while it does gently exfoliate, it also has that humectant property, which makes it really great for like barrier restoring type products. Yes, that's like, that's such a good point, Kirby, and probably why um, I love it with my dry skin and if you look at all of the reviews there's a lot of people that say the same thing oh yeah if Um, you read the reviews on ulta it's literally like honestly saved my skin so smooth and clear no redness recovered my skin barrier in days i'm on my third bottle i cannot live without this serum my skin is softer than it has ever been um it's affordable but feels and performs high end like and there's just like tons of reviews um from this particular product and it has mostly a five-star ratings so that's exciting okay i'm gonna get into my first product which is from t3 i always forget that t3 like has a founder story because they don't talk about it yeah you focus on like the innovation the beauty of all of their hair tools it's just like it kind of stands on its own that you forget like Kirby said, that there is a person behind the products. Totally. And as y'all know, we do wax very, very poetically about the Dyson products and the air wraps because we do love the innovation there. But I think one of the first, I think it was actually the first beauty product that I purchased that I felt was like true innovation, but also looked beautiful and was like more on like the higher end of things. And I was excited to get was the T3 curling iron where you could do interchangeable styling, you know, barrels, or if you wanted a wand, you could change the wand. It was the white with the rose gold. Oh my gosh. I'm using that. Yeah. I like forgot about it. It's such a good tool and I'm like using it right now, actually. It's an amazing tool. All of their tools are are exceptional. I use their handheld shower head. Oh, Um, yeah. So they have, you know, these filters that come with it. And if y'all aren't using filtered shower heads, get on it. Like it's truly a game changer. But I mean, I've been using it for years. So I have that. Um, I, I love their hair dryers their cura lux hair dryer and we've talked about this y'all sorry if this is like redundant but the fact that you can put down the cura lux and it pauses while you're like trying to like get pieces of your hair to blow dry is just so smart it is brilliant you're not blowing things mm -hmm. all over the place (laughs) like i love their uh new travel dryer yes the travel dryer okay i was going to say so when we went on the guy tang trip the same agency that represents Guy Tang, my identity, also represents T3. And they gave us one of these travel dryers. And I was like, I don't know what what I've been doing with my life to not have this. It is legitimately so powerful. It's so cute. It's so, so lightweight. portable, lightweight. But back on the founder. So the founder is a man by the name of Kent Yu. The story goes that he observed his girlfriend getting ready for work using like very pricey styling products and then like a very cheap hair dryer. And he was just like, I feel like I could provide a, a better hair drying solution that was like lighter and it's quieter and it's pretty and it wouldn't damage the hair. So he did a ton of research. He discovered the tourmaline gemstone and this particular gemstone, which is like a lot of people use tourmaline now, right? Um, its ability to emit negative ions and far infrared energy helps with things like static. It seals the hair cuticle and it locks in moisture. So like all the, that's like the key, not ingredient, but it's like the, the key mechanism in all T3 products is this like tourmaline, right? While I do love all of the like, you know, 
Whirl Trios, interchangeable styling trios. They just launched a new product, y'all. You can get this at Ulta. It's brand new. I am obsessed, okay? And I I have not been, I've been using my air wrap to blow dry my hair. And then once my hair is blow dried, I've been using the Edge Heated Smoothing and Styling Brush. It is this ceramic heated brush that includes their, you know, rapid heat IQ technology to help, you know, control your styling. Um, So essentially, this is how I see it. If you don't want like any type of voluminous waves or like beach waves or even curls to your hair, you want like a more sleek, like Jennifer Aniston type look. This is a heated brush. It doesn't blow dry your hair, but it does style it and I I freaking love it I feel like it makes my hair look super shiny and healthy it gives the bend that I need to the ends of my hair to make it just look kind of like like chic and natural but not like overly done and it it works great with bangs and I've just been I've been using it every single day I'm obsessed there is a learning curve I think and I do not think this is good for curly hair I'll be honest I don't think that this is going to provide as much heat as you may need to go from curly to straight. I just don't. I think they mentioned it at the dinner I went to when we were like learning about the product. But I I honestly, like if I'm thinking about curly hair, I just don't think that this Mm -hmm. is going to be good for it. Anyways, um, it helps with static. It helps boost shine. It locks in your style. Um, I can't say any more good things about it I'm freaking obsessed and they call it the edge because like the actual like paddle of the brush is heated so like there's a plate that heats it like I'm, I'm showing Sarah on my hand so like think of my hand as the plate then like think of like the pinky edge of my hand and then like the thumb edge of my hand there's also plates there as well that are also heated so as you're like brushing through your hair and you're kind of giving that bend that edge is what's helping to like create the style instead of just basically being like a a brush flat iron type thing. They really think of everything. I love that. They killed it. Oh, I should probably tell you the price. It is $150. So beauty investment, but I highly recommend it. And I will say like the, the photos that they use on the website, it's like a woman with curly hair using it. So if you do have curly hair, I would love to know like how long this takes you and if it actually works for you. But that's that's an AAPI brand that I had no idea was an AAPI brand. Yeah, me too. Um, great. I co-sign T3. Okay. Uh, one other brand I want to shout out is Insert Name Here. I think we've mentioned this brand before. It is. Um, it was created by Sharon Pock and Jordan Wynn. And I think a lot of people are familiar with these two ladies from their time at ColourPop. They were at ColourPop during like the heyday of ColourPop when everyone was just obsessed with the like five, six dollar lippies. I can't even remember how much the liquid matte lipsticks were at the time, but they were sort of like the two that, um, you know, spearheaded ColourPop social presence. They did all of the like the online reviews and all that. Um, And then after, you know, a few years at ColourPop, they decided to leave. And I think Sharon... Uh, who she went to Il Maquillage for a little bit and then her and Jordan reunited again because they missed each other so much and started Insert Name Here, which is just a super fun brand if you are looking for affordable, 
um, extensions, ponytail extensions, wigs. They also sell hot tools. Um, they're the biggest thing that I think is like the main seller of insert name here is that it's like very on trend. So if you are looking to like try a hairstyle that you've seen from this Kardashian Kravis uh, Dolce Vita wedding look, you can easily purchase one of the extensions from insert name here and it'll cost you less than $100 because you know like extensions wigs they're expensive um yes. and it's nice to obviously invest in ones that like if you're going to use them all the time but if you're just like looking to have like a fun long ponytail insert name here is amazing and i um highly suggest i have a few of their ponytails but the one that uh, i love the most and have is the lola pony she all the names of the the wigs and extensions are super cute so this is like a clip-in ponytail it's about like 17 inches and it has a teardrop swoop which means you can wear it like inwards to curl in or you could wear it out and it'll kind of like kick out at the end like a teardrop oh cute yeah cute. it comes in 11 different shades um i am a i'm not jet black I'm the black, I'm a black brown. It's black mixed with browns. It's so easy to use. Like there are other clip-ins where I feel like I just, I'm really bad. I like, I'm, I wish I was better at hair, but I'm not. And this makes it super easy to use. Like um, there, it just clips in and then there's side of, kind of like a tendril that you, you um, wrap around the ponytail so you don't, ponytail holder so you don't see it. And then it just adds so much volume and and texture as well because it's a little bit textured. Um, and it's just so much fun. And it's only, well, it's on sale right now. I don't know if hopefully when this airs, it is still on sale. It's currently $34. It's typically. F no, because it's the gorgeous hair event right now. Oh, okay. How long is this gorgeous hair event? Through May 28th. So it's going to be going. All right. Great. Okay. $34. Pick up a pony have some fun with it. Like I have, a, I feel like I have a lot of hair, but with ponies, like I just, it's so much fun to have it be like super full and voluminous. And this is really, it like adds to it, which is really nice. It's typically $49. Yes. And it makes a huge difference. Like everybody and anybody has hair extensions. If you've seen them on the red carpet, especially if they're, if it's a pony, yes. they're like, yes, there's extensions in there. And on that note, the Lola pony is very much the Ariana Grande pony. Yes, it is. It's like 1,000%. I was going to add a little bow. Yep. It's Call yourself Ari. Hundo Ari. Okay. My last product, I'm not going to go too in-depth in this because I, I talk about them being like my ultimate pimple patch. But CauseRx, there is a specific type that I'm obsessed with, okay? And it's because of how thin they are. I know a lot of people like the thicker hydrocolloid patches, but for me, they always end up moving around on my face at night. And like, literally I'll find them in my hair. I'll find them like on my pillowcase and stuff just because they're so thick. The Clear Fit Master Patch is the one that you need to get. It's $6 for a pack of 18 patches. They are incredibly thin, like razor thin, you cannot see them. And the reason why they're so thin is because you can wear them alone or you can wear them under makeup. I have 100% put one of these on 
and then put makeup on top. You oh, can really not like foundation? Tell. Yes, 100%. Wow. They are the best. And the way that they're made, it's like it's hard to explain because some of them, some of these hydrocolate patches, they're thin, but it's almost like they don't grip the face. So they move around or they can like lift. Totally. Or sometimes it looks thin and then when you peel it off, it like messes up the actual uh, adhesive. Yes. You know, so it doesn't lay flat on your skin. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So this literally, it's like I use tweezers to get them off. Like they're so thin that like getting, trying with my fingernail is just not going to work. So I take tweezers, I peel it off. They are so thin. And then it, it grips the skin in a way where it's like it's... Nothing's getting in there and it's not peeling up until you literally remove it from your face with tweezers. Oh, so you also remove with tweezers. Yes, because it's so thin. It's very hard to just like rub off of your face. So um, the benefits are that, you know, it can protect blemishes from outside irritation and contaminants. So like if you do have a, a, a pimple and you're like, F, I don't know what to do, but you don't want you and you need to wear makeup. Put this on and then put makeup on top of it. I swear, I swear to you, I would not steer you wrong. It also helps reproduce the appearance of redness. So like if I'm recording the podcast with Sarah and we have a guest and I don't want to put on a full face of makeup, I'll literally just put it on the pimple and it honestly kind of acts like a concealer. They're not colored, they're transparent, but it just helps eliminate that redness. And yeah, um, yeah it's hydrocolloid bandage. You know, they took it from like yep. medicine and we're like, oh, hey, we love we it. We can use this to like suck out goop from your pimple. So those are the clear fit master patches and um, they're called daycare, which I think is hilarious. But they're six dollars for 18 patches. Stock up, stock up. And this is an online only product. But those are some of the AAPI owned brands that we love. Of course, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we have ads going on with Ulta and we've mentioned brands that we love like Good Light. We wax poetic about Peach and Lily all day, every day. Um, you know, there's other brands too. Tree Hut, Bosha, DHC, Fur, Tony Moly, and I Do Care and so many more. There's actually a hub where our very own Sarah Tan is featured. And you can go there, you can learn more about the brand founders, and you can also see an entire listing of all of the AAPI-owned brands that Ulta has to offer. So we will link that in our show notes so that you can just click right now. If you're listening to this, just go to your phone and click this little link and you'll see everything they have to offer. Let's do some beauty news. Ooh, hot off. This was like breaking, Kirby breaking news. I saw this and I was like immediately TikTok, immediately TikTok. Like time to put on my little reporter hat and talk about what the hell's <laughs> going on. Bite Beauty is shutting down. We're going to, I honestly feel like we're going to see so many more of these. I actually have it on, a, you know, not on the record, but like. There's going to be a, a huge brand shutting down soon this year, which I think people are not going to be so surprised by. But like this brand was a behemoth. So in addition to Bite, there's just going to be, I think, an onslaught of brands ending their their run, which is so sad. But Bite Beauty announced last week they are shutting down. And 
They didn't really give a reason, as brands normally don't for this type of thing. But they did say that, A, all products right now on their website, Byte.com or ByteBeauty.com, are 50% off. Wow. You're obsessed with certain products. I know a lot of people like the new Micellar Foundation. Apparently, a lot of people, I know, that's what I'm saying. I, I So Sarah's making a look like what? I've never tried any of Bite Beauty's complexion products. I'm like, I'm here for all the lipstick. I'm here for like the scrub, but I've literally never tried any of their face products. Okay, so hold that thought because I want you to get into this with me in a second. But so if you do love these products, stock up. The other part of this is that they have lip labs. And if you're not familiar with the Bite Lip Lab, it's essentially where you can go and mix your own lipstick and create a custom lipstick for yourself or for a friend. It's such a good gift. I think we even mentioned this in the past. It's such a fun activity to do with like your girlfriends, your mom, like anyone. Like Kirby and I have done it before. We've we've spent like hours making our own lipstick colors. Yes, and they like will literally go as many times with you as you need to like get the perfect shade. They also save that shade in your profile. So if you want to come back because you need another one, they'll remix it for you. You can name your lipstick. Yes, I like named three. I did three at one point. It was crazy. So those will still be open, which I thought was very interesting. Thank the Lord. So you can still create your own lipstick should you. But everything else is going away. And... When I posted about this, I, of course, gave my two cents. And for me, I was not surprised by this news at all. And that is because I felt that after they did their big rebrand where they became vegan and cruelty-free and they completely changed the formulation of some of their most prized products, they fell off. Because first and foremost, we talked to Jane Warwand about this. Do you remember We talked about the agave lip mask. Oh, yeah, we did. And how she was like hoarding gift sets to get the agave lip mask because they had reformulated it to be made without lanolin. Yeah. Lanolin is obviously made from sheep's wool. They got rid of the lanolin and that lip mask was never the same. It was never the same. It didn't work as well. It didn't feel as great. And I also felt that their lipsticks fell off too. I was not a huge fan of like how those lips – because Bite was known for lips. It was like the most – comfortable satin matte whatever the formulation was it was comfortable they made the best colors and it was affordable it was affordable remember those books that they used to make with like the 12 different shades of bite lip and you could just you like it was Mm -hmm. like one of the first like lip books that you would open up and like have your little brush um i want to read some comments from my tiktok because i felt like they uh like a lot of people agreed with some of these comments so someone their name is unhinged melody which cracks me up the names on tiktok they say you can trace this back to the moment they decided to continue decided to discontinue the amuse bouche lipstick line i'm not familiar with that particular line but like 310 people like this comment and they people are like literally they were so dumb not to bring it back after the reformulation um their rebrand really messed them up. How does a brand known for lipsticks rebrand only and come back with foundation? That's not the only thing they came back with, but you know, whatever. A lot of people like that comment. I think a lot a lot of people commented, I'm not surprised by this, and I asked why, and a lot of them were like, well, if you were on Sephora's sales section, all of their products were at least 40% off or more for like months. So now I'm starting to think like, do we need a watchdog in the Sephora sales section to see like how long your product's on sale and like how much they're on sale for? Because it's like kind of an indicator of like what's going on. Um, 
anyway, Sarah, how do you, how did you feel about the whole rebrand? Like, I I honestly feel the same way, and and maybe just unknowingly, like I just sort of stopped paying attention to them as much. Um, also, I feel like I wasn't being pitched the brand as much as I used to. Um, I guess I just like wasn't ex- as excited about any of of. Uh, the new uh, reformulations. Um, I feel the same way as so many of those commenters. Um, it, and it makes me, it just makes me sad. I do, I, I am happy that the the Bite Beauty Lab is still around and exists. Um, but it really is just such a bummer. I just think like, you, it makes you wonder, you know, what, what the decisions that are being made. <laughs> like the one commenter said, like, why didn't they bring that, you know, collection back that was so popular like who makes that decision where they're like we're not bringing this back this one beloved lipstick that all of our customers love and but my whole thing is like if I were consulting with this brand and they're like we're planning on doing this I'm like do not fuck with the agave lip mask like do not fuck with that formulation if you want to create an additional one that is vegan and cruelty free that doesn't include lanolin by all means create that second tier when I talk to a lot of founders late as of late they tell me that so much now when it comes to brands that like have investments or like have been acquired by companies like the focus is so much more now on marketing messaging versus innovation so like if your innovation doesn't align with the messaging of the marketing that they want that they see is trending like that product is probably not getting made and that's like a really ass backwards way to think about it so when people are like why aren't we seeing innovation in the beauty space like it's probably because of like the companies they've been acquired by or like maybe they're even the retailers that they're at you know what i'm saying so the whole thing is sad stock up i mean there are people on here sarah that are like oh my god i just became obsessed with the my seller foundation i'm like didn't even really know it existed like couldn't have t- couldn't tell you one thing about that product. No, no, yeah. not at all. Oh well, R.I.P. Thanks for the memes. Thanks for the memes. Who do you think's next? I actually let's be let's be messy. Who do you think? Not you. <laughs> Sarah just like made this face like she sucked on a yeah. lemon. She was like, oh, I don't. Um, okay, if y'all good. have any messy thoughts about that, by no. all means. <laughs> Thank God. Sarah's like, I'm Thank here God. to take down brands. Let me <laughs> no. tell you the way things going. Let us know in the comments on oh this. Oh my god! Ooh, I love this messiness. This I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, speaking of messy, like literally messy in so many ways. Messy, literally and figuratively. Fi- yes, literally and figuratively. Okay. This is. Am I the drama? I'm not. Am I the? I, yeah. I can't. I, First I, of all, Bobby Brown is a legend, and ledge. We have not had her on the podcast. We will. God, I want her on so bad. Oh, I'm sure she would do it. We just need to like schedule out. She's probably so busy, but we'll, we'll, that's like on the to do. But okay. So if you're on TikTok, you have seen this beauty influencer, Meredith Duxbury, who is famous for using an insane amount of makeup and specifically foundation. Foundation. Specifically foundation. on her face like just literally the whole bottle then blends it in and then you know a lot of times it ends up looking like good because she has you know blended it all out but she'll do these reviews and give her gives her you know her take and she's recently tried Jones Rhodes what the WTF tinted moisture bomb it is the what the foundation tinted moisture bomb and in the video 
she takes like a giant scoop with her hand. It actually, I can't watch her videos because it it, it makes me sick. It actually makes me gag. It's so wasteful too. I'm just like. No, it's so gross. Like she's a beautiful girl. But I can't do it. I can't. And also, her skin is literally perfect. Yes. I would never wear that much foundation if I were her. It's like wild. And she's probably not wearing this much foundation day to day. It's just for the the TikTok of it all. Like to well, get. I said the same thing, and I got tea from people in my DM saying, "No, like we've invited her on trips and stuff. Like this is literally how she does her makeup. This okay. is what she's doing." Well, listen. We don't know how you this do happens. you, but to me and Kirby and many people, it's a lot. It's too much. And this is not like heavy foundation, y'all. No. This is like too much foundation. That's the problem. It's literally like she's scooping it out yes. of like a just like and then rrr, expecting like in there. that when you blend it with her fingers, this glob, it's gonna like look good <laughs> on your skin. Which no, that's not gonna work for a lot of it. It's a lot yeah. of the foundations she's trying, especially this one. So. Uh, she like was trying it on she was like this smells really strong I don't know what to say about the consistency and then she said it was going to be a no from her so because she was using a blender yes to pat it into her face and it and was, it was like literally taking the patchy. product off yes. of her face it yes. was absorbing the product and removing it from her face as she was trying yes. to blend it thank you okay so then Bobby Brown takes to her TikTok and <laughs> says, I love learning new makeup techniques and proceeds to follow Meredith's technique, takes a glob of the WTF foundation and cannot even get through like, you know, 10 seconds without like just laughing because of how ridiculous she She's like, I don't think it's working. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, me either. So here's the thing though. That WTF foundation is literally... If you know anything about Bobby Brown, that woman is like the epitome of natural beauty. She yes. is not putting tons of makeup on anybody's face. Like the whole point of Jones Road is literally like easy easy to apply, looks natural. Looks like your skin. There's, like she's anti-contouring, like anti-like yes. hiding any of your natural features. She wants you to like look like you. Be your best self. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the What the Foundation is – a very lightweight formula. I do. I have not tried this, but I do not think that this is a product for people who actually need coverage. Mm-hmm. This is a person like this is a product for people that just you know want some luminosity, want some a little bit of an even tone, and like probably have like pretty good skin to begin with. In my humble opinion, yeah. So Bobby Brown says it's a skin like finish. It's a tinted moisture balm. So it's probably very similar to like a tinted moisturizer and maybe even less coverage than that. She says that it'll add coverage in places where you need it. But I'm I'm probably think, like I or I agree with Kirby in that this is a product that is for someone who does not want a lot of coverage. Yes. Just and wants- she has her sticks too. So she was saying like you apply the what the foundation and then you go in with your sticks and like do like spot treating essentially. So for someone like Meredith who will go in and just like slather this stuff on and is expecting like a certain look, like that was never going to be a product that worked for her. And a lot of, so there's been so many conversations about this on TikTok. There's the camp that thinks that Bobby was mean 
for doing that second video, kind of like poking fun at the situation. There's a whole group that's like pissed at Bobby because they're like, why send these founda- this foundation to this influencer who A, is like really not, shouldn't be the Jones Roan demo in the first place. Yeah, like it was never going to work for her. Yeah, so like there's like a mature group of like TikTokers that are like mad that she even got sent the product. Well, let me just clarify a few things. Meredith bought the product, apparently. Okay. They never sent it to her. I don't think Jones Road does a lot of seeding for people. Like, they did send me product at launch, but like, I literally was asking Sarah, like, who the who is the PR contact? I don't even know. Like, they've never reached out to me. I've never even heard back from them on that note. So, that that's like a b. That is not a mean girl thing to do. No, and this is why. Because first of all, get acquainted with Bobby fucking Brown first and foremost. Like, show some respect. TikTok very much is an entertainment platform right Mm -hmm. like they see themselves as like almost like a tv channel yeah and not and not a social media app so i understand why meredith does the whole putting globs of makeup on and then looks really hot afterwards because it's like oh my god this is like so gross like you're putting that much foundation on but oh you look bomb afterwards yeah and it's fun to watch right and she like would do the lip syncing as well so like it's a very fun entertaining thing to do but if you're also going to review product and tell people essentially with your influence to not buy something or to buy something, you have an obligation to actually use the product correctly. And that's like what really grinds my gears. And I don't think Bobby Brown was mean at all. Like I no. think she was poking fun, having fun. She has the right to defend the product that she made and to like properly educate people how to use it, who it's good for. She says like there's oils in it gives you a nice glowy finish if you have oily skin this is not for you if you like full coverage this is not for you you know like she's allowed to share her opinion because she made the product um I wish more brands would actually like kind of not clap back obviously like I don't need like a whole like clap back situation but I do wish brands would like take these things where influencers use products incorrectly and like start a whole like riot against a product and actually say no, this is not how that product is intended to be used. It really reminds me a lot of the Tati Westbrook drama with the Dyson Airwrap. Her, oh my gosh, her yes. followers or her subscribers revolted against her because she got the Dyson Airwrap. She didn't bother to look to see how any of it used. She didn't watch any videos. She didn't test it beforehand, which again goes back to my thing. Fuck first impressions. I hate them. If you're doing a first impression, I'm immediately unsubscribe. Immediately no. Not happening. There's a good quote from this story that we did on refinery sorry not that i did that megan wrote where she interviewed these um the top like beauty redditors for a this successful beauty reddit and it was essentially like how they are anti all these instagrammers and tiktokers who are doing these quick like to kirby's point one minute reviews first impressions because like that's not a true review of a product. And she said something like, hold on, let me just pull up the quote. She said, some of the influencers have a fast food mentality when it comes to makeup. They want to try immediately and share it, even if it's not providing meaningful information. And I was like, you hit the nail on the head. Like these people just like get the samples right away. And they're like, I want to be the first to post about it and share my review. But they're not actually like giving the product the chance to like like we've talked about before sit on your face or you know wear it (laughs) like the whole day you know the way that the product is intended to be used people just like want to be first and like that is not 
a good example of like how the product actually is in real life. I don't know. Will you send me the story? Because I'm going to screenshot it and include it in a TikTok I'm about to make. I'm literally going to go all in on fuck first impressions. I'm going to just like cause which is Yeah, which is why these beauty subreddits are so popular because people are actually like they're talking about having the conversation back and forth about these products giving their reviews versus like Totally. Just trying to get like the TikTok views and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I'm going to send you this link. Anyways, sorry for interrupting you. No, I think that's just that kind of caps it all off. It totally makes sense. Use the product as intended. Give your review and stop trying to be the first. I know a lot of people feel like there's a cycle, especially when you're a huge TikToker, of like getting things out quickly, being the first one to review something. I actually find the reviews that are most helpful are not the first person to review it, but like the people that have actually had some time to play with it and like can give their perspective about why a product is great instead of swatching it on the eye and being like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's like, okay, I just want to know, like, did that cause irritation to your eyeball five hours later? Was it a bitch to take off? Like, let's talk about that. Like, what's the removal process like? Mm -hmm. Let's focus more on those types of videos. And like TikTok is now offering 10 minute videos. I don't know if that's going to go well or not, but like, I feel like that's an opportunity for creators to actually get into the nitty gritty of like why product works. But also, if we're being honest, a lot of these people are people like lazy. They don't know why a product is great because they don't have the education. Yeah. They they have not tried to yeah. to learn why a product lasts as long as it does. They don't try to tell people, okay, this is why it's better for this skin type or this skin type. They don't have the experience or the education and they haven't tried to because they're really just focused on these really quick, totally easy reviews. I was going to say it's easier to just give your first impression. You don't have to do a lot of research. Yep. Versus the reporting. Yep. Well, if anyone's tried the product out, let us know. I have a sample coming YMA and I will for sure be sharing. I think that I will probably like it because I think you'll like it. I like light coverage and I also have dry skin. So I think I'll probably be a good candidate for the WTO Foundation. However, agreed. We will see. I will report back. Okay, speaking of TikTok. Hey, we've got some data, girl. It's been a while. Okay, Kirby, do you want me to quiz you on the world's top 10 most popular perfumes or the world's top 10 most popular celebrity fragrances? Okay, this is hard because... I know. See, the the most popular perfumes is hard, but maybe here's what we could do. We could do the top... Okay, wait. So I'm seeing... I'm First of all, I'm seeing this. It says most popular perfume on TikTok. Is it perfume or perfumes? Because I know what the most popular perfume on TikTok is. Okay, so it's according to Google searches, TikTok and Instagram hashtags together. Oh, okay. But it's probably the same one that you prob- that you think. Can I just say what I think it is? Yeah. Is it Fleur Missing Person? No, but... <gasps> it's not? It's not, but that's probably because this is... This was probably done also like over a, cor- like a period of time. This, this Okay. Whereas, yeah, I mean... I haven't smelled that one. Have you? No, but I want to. Okay, so I'm so glad you're bringing this up. I didn't even realize like this is the data girl we were doing. So I'm very excited. Okay. But that's because I think that TikTok has managed to figure out how to sell perfume without smelling it. And that is literally the hardest thing. I remember when I was at Pop Sugar and we would talk, I I really wanted to do a series called like Notes. And it was like connecting musicians with the fragrances they wore. 
like and I'm like we could sell this because you know perfume brands have so much money and they were like it's just hard to sell perfumes because you can't smell them through the screen and I'm like there's gotta be a way to do this and then I see this video Chriselle Lim she figured it out she did she did because there was a girl who posted on TikTok and they were like okay it's Fleur missing person it literally smells like falling in love or like somebody you love and then Michaela you know stitched it and she smelt it and she literally was like I feel like I'm gonna cry it's like a very just like weird feeling like fragrance is crazy Mm -hmm. and this was a video that went live I think in March and it was just popping up on my page this week and I was like holy shit I I really want to try this and Fat Mascara just did an episode with Chriselle and yeah. Um, and she talks about it. I didn't know she was behind Fleur. I had no yeah. idea. Well, that's because so she Fleur existed. It? Okay. She stepped in recently, probably like less than a year ago, as their um like founder or sorry, as the owner and creative director. Wow. Okay. Um, which to me I, I thought was very interesting. Yes. And I was like, as like a fashion girl, as like rich mom on TikTok, whatever you want to call it. I was like, this is a really interesting move for Chriselle. She's been very open about the fact that she's like going through divorce recently, like finding oh, her Oh, she new, is? Like, mm-hmm. Oh my, wow. Yeah, okay. like finding her new, you know, like chapter in life. And so she's been talking about Fleur and then, yeah, Missing Person came out and I was like, I wonder how this is going to do. And holy crap, like. It's blown up. It's like. I can't remember. I had was at a dinner with Melissa McSaysa and she told me like it there's it's like one perfume sells every like two seconds or something ridiculously crazy like that. Yeah. For like a small perfume brand, that's a lot. Yes. I want it so bad. I want to know what it smells like. I know. I know. And I didn't even like I wasn't interested at all in smelling it until literally everyone was Same. like this is the best perfume and now it's like you can't even get a hold no, of it. No, you can't. Um and then she recently just came out with um apricot Apricot Privé, which is all like very sexy Ooh. and um, Ooh, I w- smells like smells sweet Ooh. and like summer. So we'll see. Ooh, I'm going to love that. I can't. I'm going to like go buy a bunch of Fleur right now. Way to go. I know. Um, but OK, so this is actually, though, data that was collected by a UK brand, but it's a global research that they did. Um, so the brand is called Hey Discount, which is very similar to like uh, our oh. honey, sort of, like where they, they provide coupons okay. and stuff for online shopping. Um, so they looked at some of the world's most popular fragrances uh, a- according to Google, TikTok, and Instagram. So why don't I quiz you on the top three world's most popular perfumes and then the top three most popular celebrity fragrances yep okay i'm not gonna be good at this by the way i know i was gonna say i would be terrible at this one too but just think of like what you've seen on like instagram too okay not just tiktok okay so number three and number two are like big fashion houses which okay that's kind of a giveaway but you'll have to figure out where each one lands so number three you'll find this in like your mom's, your grandma. Is it Chanel number five? It is. Okay. Okay. Good job. Okay. Admittedly, y'all, I can't get into Chanel number five. Well, yeah, it's not for me either. It's It's, not for me. It's a little. It's a little matronly for me. Thank you. That was a very good way to put it. I was going (laughs) to describe it another way. Okay. It's, but I like the way the bottle looks. So like I have It's beautiful. I have one. Yes. Okay. Yep. Number two, another 
famous fashion house. Okay, is it um is it like Miss Dior? It's Dior, but it's not Miss Dior. Miss Dior is actually number four. Okay, so is it Sauvage? Yes. Oh my God, look at you. Thank you. Thank you. Killing the perfume game. (laughs) Okay, so number one, one, globally. Number one, there have been articles recently written about this perfume. Mm. Every, it's like, I think it is Rihanna's. Besides wearing the Fenty fragrance, this is the fragrance that rihanna wears see okay the only one i can think of like and the as, only as well as like everyone all the rich rich people the only fragrance that comes to mind that i think like a lot of people love is byredo mojave ghost is that it it's not that it's not that is it on that list i don't think byredo is actually on this list oh wow no so okay this according to the cut they did an article how blank the perfume became the scent of 2021. The smell of this perfume has been described as money and swimming in Scrooge McDuck's vault by people on TikTok. I'm not going to get this. I'm not. Okay. It is. It's okay. It's Baccarat Rouge. See, honestly, that's not even on my radar. I'm not rich enough. It's- so that's not even on close to being on my radar. <laughs> it's not. Like, I, I would never like- even. I, it's just not. I feel like you would love this perfume fragrance and not just because you love money <laughs> how how much is this fragrance um it's expensive it's 325 dollars jesus okay okay but it's smell like you smell like expensive yes okay yes. like on a delvey but real rich yes you're okay. you smell like old money can I ask you, Does Tom, is Tom Ford Neroli Portofino anywhere on that list? Sadly, no. Let me run through. Okay, so it is Baccarat Rouge at the top, Sauvage, number five, Miss Dior, number four, Aventus by Creed, which Creed is another uh, fragrance brand that like is also very matronly, but like I love this particular fragrance. Then it's YSL, Black Opium, yep. Guerlain at seven, Giorgio Armani at eight, Aqua DiGio, Victor and Rolf, uh, Flower Bomb at number nine, and then Calvin Klein CK1 at number 10. Wait, so Marc Jacobs' Daisy's not on there? No. Okay, I I just think this is interesting because like initially when I think about these lists and if they're like talking about like on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, obviously brands that have like huge marketing budgets for like hashtags and stuff like that, like probably like get a spot on here because of that but this really seems like the baccarat like i don't think they're doing advertising like they're no, not- but people but people are googling it okay okay googling yeah. it that's it yeah okay so it's okay. also yeah it's also yeah baccarat rouge uh 540 it uh, has over a million views on tiktok and uh, just under six million google searches and just over two hundred thousand instagram posts Okay, Very now we know. Okay. okay, let's do celebrity. Moving on to the celebs. Top three most popular celebrity fragrances. I feel like you get, you're you going to get this. Okay. Number three. Is number three Ariana Grande? No, but she's... She's mm-hmm. on there? This, okay. Uh, we mentioned um, her already. Earlier. Mentioned her. We were just talking about her wearing Baccarat. Oh, oh, so Rihanna's yeah, fragrance? Rihanna's number three. Wow. Most popular celebrity fragrance. Okay, number two. This is actually a new fragrance that came out probably in the last 
year from a musician, not Ariana Grande. Which then I okay, so Ariana it. Grande's one? Yeah, by like a long shot. Wow. Britney Spears isn't top three. Top four. She's number four. Okay. You know who's number five? Who? Antonio Banderas. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, back to number two. Who's number two? Is it a man or a woman? It's a woman. She's young, fun. Addison Ray? No. Sorry. Maybe not fun is the right word. Very yeah. talented. Grammy Oscar winner. Oh, Biddy Eilish. Billy yeah. Eilish. Billy Eilish. Eilish. So yeah, isn't that crazy? So Ariana Grande has over 4 million searches annually for her fragrance. Then it goes Billy Eilish with 1 million. Rihanna, 800,000. Britney Spears, Antonio Banderas, Shakira. Wait, which Britney Spears fragrance? Curious? It doesn't it doesn't oh. actually say. Mm-hmm, I know, it. I'm sorry. Shakira, Paris Hilton, yep. Nicki Minaj, Katy Perry, and then Kim Kardashian. Interesting that Kim's on there. Interesting. Um, yeah, Britney and Paris being on there makes complete sense to me. Because I was going to actually yeah. guess Britney and Paris in top three. So I'm actually kind of shook that Paris is not as high as I thought she was going to be. So I think the lesson here is both Kirby and I need to get some of the Baccarat Rouge so we can smell like the Capricorns we are manifesting for ourselves. The rich. I want missing person. I need to know. I need okay, to know. Let's, yeah, let's do that too. I need to absolutely know. I like. I got so excited. There was also this fragrance brand that I got served on Instagram, mm. and I was like, "Why have I not heard of them before?" And I kind of want to um, order a bunch of options. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. So the company's called Sniff. Mm. S N I F. They make candles, but they also make these fragrances. And I got served an ad for this product called Strawberry Moon. It's been sold out, but like people are obsessed with it. And I went and I was looking and there are all these like really great fragrances that I'm like, oh shoot, I really want to try them. Like one's called X on the Beach, Honorable Mention, Natural Talent, Sweet Mm. Ash. I feel like Sweet Ash is like going to be my jam. So Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. seem like pretty affordable too. So I'm really eager to get my hands. I'm going to order a few, I think, and like do a little sampler and see how that goes. But I'm literally staring at a bottle of Tom Ford Neroli Portofino right now. Um, and I'm looking at Byredo Mumbai Noise. One Love of their that. Name. Love that. Um, I have Replica from Mason Margiela in Matcha Meditation. I basically collect these. I actually really love that one. Me too. It's great for spring, summer. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have the vacation oh perfume which smells like smells like the beach hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. 
Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson, and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. <laughs> <laughs>